He's always been my favorite player. He will always be my favorite player. There is no other than Granite Jaka. I just want to let people know how consistent I've been about that throughout the years. Man of the match today. Unbelievable. And we're going to talk more about that and everything else. And in fact, he's not even my man of the match today, but I just had to profess my love for the one and only Granite Jaka. And we'll hear from you on the first of the 2022 to 23 season Magic Open Mic shows on the Gooner Pod. Once upon a time, way back when there were only 9,000 Arsenal podcasts, five young men from various backgrounds, an Irish kid with a horrible haircut, a young Jewish nerd who hadn't discovered food yet, a child from Hemel Hempstead who didn't want to be English no more, a handsome advertising magnate with impeccable judgment, and a young Mexican AC Milan fan hatched a plan to take over the world of Arsenal podcasts. But then these boys became men. Jared. Mikey. Ewan. Magic. And Andy. And the rest, my friends, is history. And now, all these years later, you tune in every so often to hear their incredible takes their football knowledge, and their sensual advice. But now, it's gone too far. You, our fans, are at long last witness to season... Seven! 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 Welcome to the Gooners Pod. Earphones. Earphones, baby. <laughs> What's yeah. up? Hello and welcome to the Gooners Pod, season seven, episode 48. You know, the 48th episode of the season is always a celebration. So uh, so who better to have on with me today? I don't even know if you can hear me right now. I can. Okay. It is the one and only Aston Mack from Orlando, Florida, with the best closet in Arsenal podcasting today. Listen, first of all, let me know if I get an echo. I have earphones to fix that. But on part point number two, United get battered everywhere they go. United get battered everywhere they go. (laughs) 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 Nothing like starting off an Arsenal podcast with a couple of the cockneyest people you can possibly meet. Me wearing my shirt backwards as, as I do. Uh, occasionally and uh and the one and only aston mac um you're lucky i'm wearing pants i mean there is pants are are, have never and will never be a requirement for this podcast Uh, (laughs) diapers quite often can be but but not pants um i'm so i'm so happy you joined us i've been thinking about you lately and about how like we had such an intense bromance for like two or three weeks this summer and then like the last couple weeks i guess we've been in our own stuff kind of you know, now that the season started, I've got I got my son getting ready to go to school, which which is is driving me crazy, in in just the her, her I'm just not looking forward to it. Um, I've got I've got work that I finally dug back into. We've had the pod pod. I mean, it's just been it's like a week where I haven't seen you, and I miss you. I, listen, I miss you intensely. I'm a little disappointed, though. When you said that um, you'd been thinking of me, I thought we were about to have one of our moments because I've been having these wet dreams lately. I mean, I, absolutely I, normal dreams where you're not naked. If you, <laughs> Of course. If you didn't have some level of fluid seeping out of your body during that Jesus goal in the first <laughs> half, and 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 the uh, the Martinelli goal. Then I don't, you know, then your body doesn't work properly. I'll, you know, I'm a 50 year guy who, who the, I mean, my body doesn't work remotely properly. But that part, I've yeah, still you, got it. I've still he's got saying, it. He's saying you might need a, you might need to take some like you know Viagra or those hammer strokes or something. I, something on you is not working if you didn't get get up. From I've that had. I've had priapism that started at the Chelsea game and hasn't stopped yet. So, uh, you know, Wait, if you don't know what priapism, to... you don't know what priapism is, look it up. Listen, but... the, for those of you, listen, we make a lot of jokes, but for those of you at home that are experiencing erections that last for over four hours because of Gabriel Jesus, yeah, do, please do go see a doctor. But make, but make sure the doctor is a gooner. 
All right, so this is <laughs> this is the open mic show, um, and uh, Ashton's agreed to uh, to kind of be my uh, my ride or die as as he always is. Um, so uh, so we're going to bring in the first open mic. We got a ton of different things that we can we can talk about today. We've got you know as always the starting eleven. Although I have a feeling we don't have to spend that much time on it. Um, you know the 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 defense who we can blame for some of the goals if we really have to go there, but. Uh, you know, look, it's the open mic show. You get to talk about what you want. You get to express your opinion how you want. Uh, and so first we're going to bring on someone who uh, hasn't been on for a while, but uh, but but he he's going to discuss the performance. I hope he has no Brentford players in his fantasy Premier League team. Oh, he just went off camera. Uh, thanks, Daniel, for your professionalism. Uh, he's been sitting back there the whole time, so now we're going to have to put him back in line. So, Bill. AKA Guna works. See you in the chat a lot. Uh, we've got you now live on camera. Uh, did the baby wake up from the nap because of your screaming or, or just because it was time? No, I've gotten really good at, uh, some silent celebrations. Uh, <laughs> but you better believe I was jumping all around the living room. It was it, what a game. You I know, mean, you, you've brought back a memory because I, I remember a lot like, like when our kids first actually started sleeping through the night was around the time that we, you know, that I was watching Arsenal on a regular basis again after, after my hiatus. And, um, you know, it was just like, you, you do get used to that. Oh yeah. <laughs> and there's, still a noise. there's just like, there's like this noise, but it's not going to wake anyone up in the house. And as long oh, as yeah. you're not on the level above them where like, you feel like you're about to crash through the floor, then it's perfect. It's especially strange, right? Because like we are only two games in, and there have been six goals. So you must be going absolutely wild. How are you feeling right now, man? I I am ecstatic. I mean, I I understood why Jesus didn't get his uh, opening goal uh, away from home. I'm just glad he saved it for in front of the fans. I mean, that first one. Oh my gosh! Like it. Like I said, I've been practicing those silent celebrations, but I, I was this close to cracking. I mean, come on. The, There's like a little, like, a little chip and yeah, everything. That, that, that chip reminded me of, and then we saw a, a pass later that was just like this, but that reminded me of the whole Alexis thing where he would just, he wouldn't, he wouldn't take a backswing. He just basically, just basically chipped it perfectly with, with zero back backswing and, and uh, except this was on goal. You know, and there was a lot of talk about whether it was deflected on the way, whether it kind of wrong. It, that doesn't matter. Pure. It doesn't matter, but it didn't. I don't think. I mean, it was pure, absolutely pure. And I mean, that second goal just—we've seen it so many times, even in preseason. Gabby Jesus always on the back post. I mean, he's—he's he's just there for it. Yeah, I—I I, I mean, the, the, it's the positioning. You know, I mean. That's a goal you don't know. Someone might have scored from last year, but it's just the, you, on a on a global basis, he is where he needs to be all of the time. And uh, I mean, it, it it was beautiful. I mean, do you want to pick one of the goals out and break? I mean, what do you think about Martinelli today? Because I I thought he guy. absolutely deserved that goal. Uh, it he his work rate. I mean, it's nothing we haven't seen before. But I mean, he's just taking it up a level. I I really expect him to have. Uh, another breakout season this season. I'm hoping for double figures in both goals and assists. But I mean, do you, do you like? There's nothing better for me than when you see an incredible goal scored, and then when you watch the replay, because you know, my I, I'm not retaining any information from like four seconds before. You know, that's just not how my mind works. So I'm like, wow, that was an incredible finish from Martinelli. And then it occurs to me that he was the start of the play as well breaking up play at, you know, right at mid midfield and, and essentially following the play at a perfect pace until he was in the position to either lay off that final pass, which surely would have led to a goal or take it himself. And, you know, I mean, that the, the, the starting and finishing, and we saw, we've seen Obama Yang in his glory time do that a bunch, you know, that is peak Arsenal. That, that is, you know, the Arsenal that people fell in love with 20 years ago. Absolutely. And you're seeing it from the whole team. Like, it, you're seeing Jaka back in that uh, left-sided defense, and then all of these runs he was making uh, today. Just, yeah, I didn't know he had that in his arsenal. Like, so, it, 
So let me ask you something. Let me ask you something, right? Because there's so much in this game we can unpack. I want to zero in on something. And we were talking about it. We were talking about Gabriel Jesus and we brought up Martinelli too. What do, like, how does that feel when you watch those two players together? I mean, they are absolutely electric. You might as well start. I don't know if we're going to be able to fly, um, do away games in the Europa League because they're going to start calling them terrorists because they just terrorize the other team. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, this whole front five, it, you're seeing them rotate into all sorts of different positions. You've got the. <laughs> I didn't think of, I didn't think it would be you, Aston, that finally did us over. Uh, yeah, but you're seeing them just. It, there's so much energy and pace. It, like, you you got to give props to Jesus because I mean. He's allowing us to, you know, have that energy. You know, you bring that into the, the center of the pitch where we just didn't have that last season. Uh, and yeah, just seeing that Jaka, I mean, you know, we all have our issues with him. I, I fully expect him to have one or two of those moments this season. I don't think that's ever going to go away, but he just seems to be getting he, he seems to be aging like fine wine for some reason and it's just he keeps getting a little better and better each season you know what i think it might it, it might be something to do with uh you know the team being better around him maybe forces him to do a little bit less forces him into a position where he's going to be less mistake prone you know we all if you watched uh, all or nothing. And, and if you didn't, we're just going to spoil it for you. He, you know, that whole thing that we saw in the, in the trailer of, I will take the blame. It was actually kind of a, a half serious thing, you know, bit of, bit of frustration about having to take that, that penalty in uh, which game was that Liverpool? Yeah. Uh, Liverpool. You know, where he was the last guy back and pretty much kicked Joda in the chest. But um, you know, it, it, he's been in positions and he, because he goes into those positions and he, he does play hard. He finds himself in a position where he has to make mistakes. And if if the players around him causing those scenarios to be less frequent helps us see a better Jaka, then then I'm all for it. Because I'm you know I, I've said it till I'm blue in the face. I I have never slated Jaka for his play. I've only really had issues with his personality and the relationship with the fans and acknowledge that it's two sided and you know. Uh, all the the disclaimers I could possibly make, but I've, I've said, you know, I just don't think he's handled it right. But today, I mean, nine out of 10 for me, if we're doing player ratings and, and, and only short of being man of the match because of what Martinelli put together today. I totally, um, I totally use, I totally slate him for his play, but that's okay though. Because a lot I of people do. I, I think that one of the things that we can see with that, with that, partnership that we're starting to see form between Gabriel Martinelli and Jesus is an opening of space on that left side. And that opening of space, let's just face it, one of the things that Jaka, I've been saying, you know, he's not athletic, he can't turn all this, but he can pass a ball. Okay, that guy can stroke a ball with his foot and and that opening of space gives him so much more opportunity to is that it do you do you um, worry at all that um, that Jaka might overshadow Odegaard in that captain spot, Bill? I don't think so. I, I think there are captains for a different reason. Uh, in what, uh, Jacka is definitely the more uh, outspoken. He's the one giving, you know, the pep talks. Like in that circle in the beginning uh, of the game, he was the one, you know, really giving that uh, pep talk. Odegaard's the one who leads by example. He's the more i guess you would call it pr friendly uh mm -hmm. captain you know he's the one that you want out there you know given the uh, interviews at the end of the game you know media trained uh, all that good stuff you know leads by example you know you, you're not going to see him have a sort of uh, obama yang like fall from grace because you know he's just going to be working his ass off every you know second of the day so you know, one thing I one thing I haven't picked up on, and and then and Bill, we're gonna uh, to move on to our next open micer after this. But the um, the post game interviews. One of the things that always bothered me about the Aubameyang captaincy was that we saw him occasionally after wins, almost never. I remember one time being amazed that we saw him after a loss. Um, is Odegaard giving the post game? I mean, is is he has he 
in these first two games, has he taken that role or have they just in the mix zone or have they still just kind of passing it around? I don't know how the media teams handle that. And I haven't, you know, last week at the game, I was at the pub, which I'm going to bring up in a minute. Um, and, um, and you know, this week I just was too busy celebrating to watch any kind of post-game interviews. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I, I can't tell you one way or the other, whether or not, uh, he's been the one, uh, in those interviews, but you saw it all through preseason. Uh, he was the one, you know, doing that media coverage. I mean, with our, uh, good friend Aston here, uh, <laughs> Well, they and, were they're buddies. I, yeah, I, I was yeah, the one sticking a microphone my in his face. Marty. My boy Marty. I, I was the one sticking an, a, a microphone in uh, in 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 uh, Odegaard's face. Asin was the one just chilling with him at the bar. <laughs> no, no big deal. It's just there's, a, level, listen, there's levels to to this situation. Listen, I I love I love him. I love I, I love Odegaard. I love the energy. I love the amount of like he knits the team together, kind of behind the scenes. What I really am interested in is the way that this team is getting knitted to the fans. And you know, after that, so you know, after Jaka scored that goal, which by the way, Jaka scoring goals in the box, love to see it. Like you saw him come out, blow kisses, and form hearts at the fan. Does that repair? Does that mend the relationship maybe between like, like, did, did you, I don't, I don't know what you, how you personally felt about Jocka, but do you think that he's finally come full circle where we can kind of like try to bury some of the issues in the past or, or is this just like a, oh, we're only doing this right now because we're, we're excited because we're winning. I, so personally, I was never one to, eh, I've been more forgiving of him. That doesn't mean I haven't had my moments screaming at the television saying, get this guy out of our team. But at the end of the day, I've always appreciated what he does for the club. Uh, But I can totally understand fans who are just always, uh, you know, jack it out. You know, we need to upgrade on him. Uh, I I do think, you know, it's kind of a when the team's doing well, you know, you just have an appreciation for, you know, even some of the more uh, controversial of players. Uh, I don't think he's ever going to win over, you know, 100 percent of the fans, but I do think he's going to be winning over probably more of the fans, especially with the uh, all or nothing stuff i think he's really going to be winning over some of the fans who were more on the fence about him yeah. um it's yeah. a good place it's a good place to try to repair and and you know scoring a goal having a nine out of ten game you know and and you know and showing the fans some love is not a bad way to at least you know to start that or to continue that depending on how you look at it Bill, we're going to bring in Fergus next because he's on the tube and we don't know how long we'll have him. Um, I'm I'm under the assumption he was at the game today. Uh, Bill, you're man of the match today and, and rating for that man. Man of the match? I, I mean, I got to give it to Gabby Jesus. I mean, two goals, two assists. You, you can't ask for much more other than a hat trick on your opening uh, well, and he should have had it. So I'm I'm all for selling him now. Try to get what we can for him. Because <laughs> to, to miss I, I don't know. Like that is 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 unforgivable. I mean, but, with uh, a with a performance like that, I think Man City might come uh, knocking, you know, <laughs> wanting him back. But two hundred and ninety five uh, million, and 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 they can have him back. All right, man. Yeah, thanks, Bill. Appreciate it, buddy. Thanks. Hope to see you next week. See you. Bye bye. All right, Fergus. Let's see how long this lasts. Where exactly in the world is Fergus Keating? I- can't hear you. Can't hear you, Fergus. Nope. Fergus, the volume's way too low. We can't hear you. You try something different. All right. Give you. I'm gonna give you a few minutes to recoup. In the, in the meantime, while we're having that time, Mike, would you go ahead and what happened? Like, I saw the images on Twitter. It was, you yeah, know, yeah, it was well, all disturbing. Is everyone okay? Yeah, um, yeah I was yeah, I was going to wait till uh, the middle of the podcast to bring this up so the most people would see it. But let me let me bring this up real quick here. Um, yeah, the, the, the only thing right now about Arsenal that's kind of upsetting right now, and it's got nothing to do with Arsenal. Uh, is is something that happened last night, and it's really kind of taken us for a ride a little bit. Last night, if you haven't seen my tweets online, 
Uh, our home pub here in Northern Virginia is called Ireland's Four Courts, and it's been the home pub for the Northern Virginia and, and D.C. Gooners, one of the home pubs for years and years and years. I watched the FA Cup wins there, and I, I was just there last week. And last night, a driver, we don't know whether this was intentional, alcohol-related, speed-related, medical issue-related, we don't know yet, but a car basically... It's on a, it's on like a T intersection and, and it's right here. And a car was driving down this road and just didn't turn and went wow. directly into the restaurant and caught on fire. And, and um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's what I heard about it. This is, this is the, the pub in, in, uh, in its normal condition. And then, and then this was the scene here last night. Um, oh, wow. Just, I mean, the place is gutted right now. It, it, from people that were in there and we have, you know, very close relationships with the staff, the bartenders, the owner, uh, the the manager, and um, you know, a few people that I know were there and said it was like a bomb had exploded, and you you know, like blew the back doors open because the car came in at about fifty miles an hour. You can't see the car because it's completely inside. And nobody and, was uh, hurt. Apparently, there were about fourteen people who had some level of injuries. Four that had to be hospitalized for more serious injuries. No deaths. Uh, unbelievable. It was a Friday afternoon where uh, where it was a lighter crowd than normal. This is from the inside. This That seat right there at the table that you can see kind of in the middle of the screen. My friend uh, last week, uh, one of my friends that I met on the Baltimore tour, he was a, he was a journalist um, um, and uh, was covering it for, for media, but his name was Guy. He's actually the person who took the video of me interviewing um, – uh, uh, Matt Turner, uh, he came to visit and he was sitting in that seat right there, um, last week during the Arsenal game. And, and it just, you know, again, it, the, the people that were there, it's horrifying. It's, it's dreadful. I guess it's human nature to think back because it happened on a Friday at about five o'clock to think back to, you know, one week earlier, we were all there celebrating the Arsenal win yeah. in that area where all the people are in the car is. That was the corner of the bar where Bayern Munich fans were watching their game. And there were probably 25 of them in that area. And last night there were maybe four or five. And those are the ones that got hurt. I cannot even imagine if it had been last week or a week like last week on a Friday afternoon, what kind of carnage there would have been. And, you know, my, my prayers are out to everybody there. The loss of life or the lack of it is a godsend. And, you know, we are obviously there's there's already been outpourings of support from, you know, from from the fan club that we meet with there, from the local fan clubs, from all of the Arsenal America supporters clubs from you know around the world. It's it's we're, we're not quite clear yet. And I'm trying to stay as close as I can to to what's happening, but also not rush to some sort of, you know, I'm not putting up a GoFundMe because we don't know what those funds will and can be used for. And I want to make sure, you know, I'm in insurance. So I, I do know that when stuff like this happens, you know, there's Is kind of, an of clients? no, and I, it's, it's crazy. I've talked, I mean, I don't do that type of insurance, but my colleagues do, but like, you know, I just kind of been put, you know, we've been putting off talking to him about it. So it's not, it's not that he doesn't have it. I'm sure there's, he's properly covered. There are smart, they're smart people, but you know, there's kind of an order that things have to be done. And, and I don't want to just throw money at the problem. I do want to, get an understanding of where they need help, what they need physically, what they need, you know, what the servers need who are missing out on their tips. That's more than likely where fundraising will come into play, but please follow Gooners, uh, the Gooners pod, because there will be some efforts made to, uh, to help the people out there. Cause they have been very, very good to us. And this is just kind of an unspeakable thing that happened last night. And I, I was just in shock about it. So, um, so yeah, An incredibly uh, sobering moment. You know, we we all have to remember, like at any moment, like we're all on this rock together, and something could happen, whether it be you know to those people you don't like, or whether it happens to family that you've loved for a long time. Take care and take hold tight those people yeah. that matter to you, because that that's what you know. This is the sort of thing that happens. I'm really glad to hear though, Mike, because obviously you being the incredible person you are, I know that you'll be in 
more than involved in the recovery and and anything that you know uh, the gunner family we can get together the one thing i can say is our family is the strongest family in the world and Absolutely. they will definitely come in and do what we can to make sure you guys if you guys are all listening if you guys are in the area make sure you're following mike yeah and and uh and i put something on twitter before i mean let, let's show them moral support now and then and then you know very very shortly we're going to need other kinds of support and i will uh try to be one of the people. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a self-designated leader of any kind. Uh, I'm just, I just care about it a lot. And so I will be one of, I'm sure a number of people who are trying to help, uh, help these folks out. Um, and yeah, it's like one of these sliding door moments. I mean, you just, you know, same time, seven days earlier, I would have been hurt or killed, uh, along with a lot of my friends and people that are close to me and a lot of other people. Um, you know, you'd ever know most of the time that, you know, what you were 10 minutes away from. My mom always tells a story about how, you know, she's late for stuff and then she'll get, and then she'll be on the highway and she'll see an accident that she would have been in if she, you know, I mean, there's just, you just never, never know. And that's why life is, is such a precious thing. So, um, anyway, didn't want to, didn't want to, uh, bring down the post game environment so much, but, uh, but I'm glad you did mention that I had planned on, uh, on bringing that up. And again, please follow the Gunners pod if you're not already. Uh, if you want to be able to help out in some way, shape, or form, even with moral support from afar, uh, that's helpful. So uh, on that note, Daniel, <laughs> <laughs> now, now you're going to come in and make a bunch of fantasy Premier League jokes and, and, uh, and, and talk about how, how, many, how many times you captained Gabby Jesus. And, and, Maybe. Uh, uh, I mean, first, yeah, I just want to um, put my thoughts out to everyone affected in that, uh, in that horrific event and yeah really shocking news to hear yeah but uh, um, yeah uh, no i didn't captain jesus unfortunately <laughs> oh. i'm sure i'm sure you you're really disappointed but, in that what what well, i'm gonna am i gonna be more disappointed when i find out who you did captain mo salah uh, I'm <laughs> not, uh, See, that's, the one, that's the one person for some reason in all of my examples of why i hate fantasy premier league he's the one that people are so, so so I can't wait. I mean, Monday, are you just going to be glued to your television so excited for Mo Salah to do well? Who are they playing? Uh, well, they're playing Pal Palace. So we've obviously done 2-0 mm. against them. So you never know. <laughs> anyway. Right, that's, you know, that's the fantasy talk of the day. We're done. Exactly. But, I mean, speaking of Jesus, I, I do want to bring him up. I just thought he was just unbelievable again. Uh, I mean, he was good against Palace, but today was something else. Like, he not just the goals and assists, he's always there. He gets involved. He's he makes other players around him better as well. Someone like Martinelli, I think, again, unreal today, and I think it's partly to do with with how good Jesus is. Um, and the kind of connection between those two Brazilians is just something else as well. Um, I, and what's good to see is that if Saka is having a quiet game, which he did, I think, um, we've got other players who can kind of. Is it physically possible for six people to have ten, you know, nine or ten out of ten perform? I mean, there's always going to be someone that they're like, you know what, we didn't see much of that person today. But exactly, I seem to remember last game it was Odegaard. Everyone was kind of having a thing that he wasn't so good. Today will probably maybe be Saka or Saliba with the own goal. But they were actually with Saliba. I think when he got that own goal, after that his head was up, and I think he played really well. Um, you know, I've heard a lot of people try to spin the uh, own goal, and and this is this kind of talks about where we're a little different. If that was Mustafi, and this was a few years ago, that entire stadium would have turned on him, right? But, well, because yeah, he would I, have had his hand up looking for someone to blame, and and like this, a little bit of this. But, but but today, what we saw is not only did we all back him, I had a lot of people saying, you know what, it's actually a little good that they got that out because they wanted to say, like, we've had this air of perfection from the from the um, back line. We've had this, we've bigged up Saliba to be just like this god among men and reminding him that he's mortal, that he's got more levels to go, that this is the Premier League, that you are not the finished product yet. You're not Rio Ferdinand yet, contrary to what the pundits might see. Do you think that that's a good thing that he'll use that? Or, or do you think this is the sort of thing that um, he doesn't even think about, he just lets it go? I mean, according to Oteta, I think he, he's quite he's, he's quite grounded. And he, he obviously knows what's going on around him, but I think he's he's grounded in the point that he he needs to play, he needs to 
get minutes and he's only going to get better. Um, and yeah, I think I'd much rather Saliba be making mistakes in games that we win because had that goal been the equaliser or the goal we lost, uh, then, then it's a different story. But actually, I think he, he, he had a very good game apart from that slight yeah. error. Yeah. It was a bit of a freak accident, that kind of thing. And kudos question, to the question for you. Picking them up. Question for you. So Saliba does. So so Saliba does the madness, right? We now have Tommy Asu fit. Are we in an era of ruthlessness? Where would you be willing to put Ben White there, or would you continue on with Saliba? It's a very difficult one. I think I'd continue with Saliba, but we've seen Arteta take Tavares out the firing line, and. Something like that. I, I, it's interesting to see. We've got so many players that can play in different positions. But if I, if I were Arteta, I'd stay with Saliba and Gabriel. I don't. I'd even stay with Ben White. Uh, I wouldn't bring in Tommy Asu just yet because I don't think yeah, we need to. Was that even a was that even a, a moment of madness from from? And I think you said your 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 reference asking to madness was talking about how how well he's playing, not the own goal. Or did you mean the own goal? Oh no, As I. In, I Mental and go on go. Oh, okay. Because because I, I I don't see that as a moment of madness. I mean, he 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 had he had Vardy basically tracking down that through ball. I what I see it as was he didn't get enough on it to steer it around the goal. Um, mm-hmm. but he was it was essentially a last jack a, a last ditch tackle. It was just with his head. And mm-hmm. I I look at it maybe this is be, you know, again it's the it's the it's the confirmation bias of whether you like the player or whether you give them the benefit of the doubt or not. People always kind of give Sokka the benefit of the doubt when they do things than other players don't get. But like, I, I think it was an unfortunate mistake. I don't think it was a miscommunication with Ramsdale. I don't think it was bad goalkeeping from Ramsdale. I don't think it was necessarily an awful play from Saliba. It happened. And, you know, and the, I, it certainly isn't something that I think, is caused to consider whether you should be taking him out or not. And, you know, starting in less than a month, we have two games a week. Uh, and Ben White will have his time in center back. The, the best thing that can happen is Tomiyasu is healthy so that the Ben White versus Tomiyasu thing versus Ben White versus Saliba doesn't have to be an issue. You know, we can interchange them. Um, uh, exactly. We have, I mean, I was just going to say, yeah, it's great to have all these players. Uh, I much prefer having to worry about do we play this player or this player rather than Mustafi and Socrates. So, yeah, I mean, it's 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 incredible what we are uh, what we're dealing with as far as the, the the people that are on the bench versus who we had on the bench and the and the pitch two seasons ago. Talk about a process that is the process, and now the results hopefully will come, and so far they have. Uh, your man of the match, and then we're gonna we're gonna go back to Fergus real quick, and then uh, and then try to catch Rob before we go. I have a hard stop at uh, uh, about ten after seven tonight because I got to go pick up the Mustang. Um, <laughs> oh, and and bring it back. So so prepare for some ridiculous looking pictures of me in a convertible uh, coming uh, in a few hours. And I and and I apologize to Fergus in advance that it's not a BMW. We did look at it. Uh, but you know, some sometimes you gotta you gotta save the money. Uh, Daniel, you're you're man of the match for today. I I partly don't want to pick out an individual because I kind of want to start like see Arteta because every time we conceded, we scored straight away, and that just shows the unity of the whole team. Um, and I don't necessarily want to go player by player because I think all of them together just showed so much more than we could hope for. Um, but I mean, if I if I had to pick one. Gabriel Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Popular pick. Not not my pick, but po- I mean, but how could you not have him in the running or I mean two goals, Four two goal assists. Two goals, yeah. two assists. Could have been three goals, could have been five goals, you know, and and uh, that turn he I would just like to to, you know, as long as we're giving moments of silence uh and, and prayers and thoughts to to people who truly deserve them, Johnny Evans. Um, I feel I feel terrible for his family, for his for his 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 brethren, for his heirs, um, because that he he got absolutely abused. Yeah, uh, and indeed he did. That indeed he did accidentally as well. Well, I I mean, yes, but I mean, I mean, my God, that if that had been a goal, I I was so devastated that that was saved, just because that what that might have been that might have been close, close. To Dennis Burkamp, 
their keeper actually quietly had a good game. Yeah, he did. Well, I mean, he made one pretty, pretty big mistake, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but beyond that, yeah. I mean, other than the play, Mrs. Lincoln. Um, all right, Daniel. Thanks a lot, man. Hope to see you soon. And Cheers, I mean that both, both figuratively and literally. Are we going to see you for the live show? Are you? Uh, so, uh, I, I wish I could, but I'm just coming back from holiday. I think the day That's before, good. so I'm not, not entirely sure. Well, I mean, you know, you're not a footballer. You don't need like a week to to get into condition. But anyway, uh, I understand. I won't delve we'll into see, your we'll personal see. life. I won't delve into your personal. Life. I'll, I'll I'll get a steak that you can cough on, and then we'll be all fine. So, of course, of course. <laughs> Daniel, you and I just keep going back to the same things from a year ago. That it, it's, it's, I love you, man. Take care, buddy. Of course. See ya. Bye. Bye. All right, let's try this again. Are you in just planes, trains, and automobiles now? In a limousine now, you know what I mean. That's how I roll. <laughs> Is it a BMW limousine or a or a Mustang? It's it's a, an Uber cool car, so it's a Prius. Ah, all right, so 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 you're the cool guy in the Uber doing uh doing media now. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, because that's that's how I roll. Well, it's, you're uh, just to clarify the hearts, the kisses, the loves, and everything. Granite Chaka was. Uh, am I here? You're, 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 you're kind of back. You're kind of back. Yeah. The, the, the love, hearts, kisses, and everything else from Granite Shaka was not to the North Bank. It wasn't a club. It wasn't to upper, uh, upper North Bank. It was to his wife and his daughter just above us in Block 5 and Block 6. So, uh, well, yeah. The, lo the love hasn't changed. The love way, hasn't way, changed. Way, to, way to ruin the... Okay. So <laughs> way to ruin the moment, man. Yeah, but it's a, re it's a reality moment you know like a reality show which i've really enjoyed has portrayed him as a very much a family man but for fans like me our um attitude hasn't changed about the guy the guy disrespected the club disrespected the armband so for me you know he's wearing an arsenal shirt i'll support him but that's it you know he can blow all the love hearts and kisses to his missus all he wants but he's got a great goal today so you know on that basis fantastic and jesus why he didn't get a hat trick I'll never know. You know, it, it was it, it, a sublime game to watch. Uh, unfortunate to uh, concede um, two sloppy, two sloppy goals, um, especially the Saliba one. Just looked like a, a lot of confusion between um, Saliba and Ramsdale. But listen, three points on the on 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 the in the table and we move up and we move on so I'm, I'm i'm really chuffed i did have a load of beers beforehand loads of beers beforehand so so, so fergus we were sitting you're sitting there talking about jaka why don't we talk about somebody that was playing in jaka's space probably a little better than um we've seen him play recently in zinchenko what'd you think of him mm, first time I, his name's been mentioned and and, and i can't believe that Zinchenko, oh, yeah, we were singing his name, singing his name all day. Um, <laughs> Zinchenko was outstanding at Palace on on Friday uh, last Friday night. Um, he was also um, instrumental today. You know what? The, the, the player I didn't even hardly notice half the time was uh, Saka uh, yeah. because yeah. because Jesus, Zinchenko, and all the other players, Martinelli, were just dragged in. But that's where I think the quality with Jesus and, and, and Zinchenko have raised us up that level and raised the players up to that level, um, that the players were so heavily dependent on last season um, can take a little bit of a back seat. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, yeah, and in, and in any given game, if you have the amount of touches that Martinelli, Xhaka, and Jesus has kind of almost like a triangle, they were just possessing the ball the entire time to great effect which you know you can't you can't just force a, another player to get that many touches when the when 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 the ball's on the left side of the pitch that often. I mean that Saka was fine. He was good. He did everything that that was asked of him. He, he, yeah, he, he did. He did. He did his job. But normally we're so dependent. Get the ball out to Saka. Get the ball to Smith Rowe. Get the ball. But good he, yeah, but, it's. It, it's great to have, have options. We haven't had options for 18 months, and now we have. Um, one thing before, because I'm conscious you, you're talking about time, and I'm about to arrive at the pub in a few minutes. Um, Which one are you going to? Uh, time, no, right? no, 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 no. I'm, I'm back. I'm back. Oh, you're back in. As they say. <laughs> you're local. Well. Yeah, my local pub. Um, the atmosphere within the stadium today, before, after, during, throughout, on the tube lines on the way home, even as far as Oxford Circus, there's people 
uh, and Stratford, there's people on, on the tube line singing Zinchenko's song, singing Arteta's song. There is such a, a different belief. It might be the documentary, it might be follow on from last season, but there's something that's definitely brewing within the Arsenal fan base. It was already starting there. I, th- I, I, I don't know that it's the documentary as much as it is the preseason. Mm. Yeah. You know, the pre even watching it from afar over where you guys were and, you know, being able to watch it more up close where we were, it, it, it was just, it, it's continuing to feed off of itself. And I think, um, I mean, I am so, I, I just want next week to go smoothly at Bournemouth because then after that, I'm over for the next three and I cannot wait you to be, of a bitch. I, 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 I Mike, you know, I'm not, not going to ruin it. Mike, even Posse was getting positive. Uh, you know, I'm, <laughs> I was I was wondering about that. I'm like, I'm like you. There are, yes, there are things that you could take if you really, really need to. There are things you could take from this game about Ramsdale, about the own goal, about a couple of other things. You could take those things, but you can't take those things as your first and biggest issues and and speeches about the game today without really exposing yourself as having a narrative. Uh, yeah. And so, if Patsy was positive about today, it didn't just go on those things. Then, then, then. I'm pretty sure someone else I, I, I know isn't going to do that. I, I didn't see him afterwards because he had um, other media work to do. He didn't have a, a limousine like me, so like you know. <laughs> so, so Fergus, speaking of narrative, I've even, got, I've even got red leather in here. You know, that, that's, that's who, that who's with you? Who's with you today? Yeah, who you got in there? Luke is with me. Say hello, Luke. Hi. Hey, what's, yeah. what's up, Luke? <laughs> is Luke? Did you just meet him today at the at the game? No, 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 Luke. I've, I've known Luke since Luke was what about three. So yeah, we he went to away games. I'm Guys, kidding. I'm gonna let you love you, Lee. All right, mate. Take care. Enjoy. Man of the match with right. Jesus. That is Fergus yeah. from the from the first. He was in the tube. Then he was on the tube. Then he was in a car. Soon he'll be on a car. Uh, speaking of on a car. And a man who wears a hat. Uh, I don't know where that came from. Robbie Ford. Uh, Rob, what's up, my friend? Wearing the uh, vintage Montreal Expo hat. <laughs> That's uh, correct. Can you, can you tilt your thing down a little bit so we can see that beautiful face? Not the hat, uh-huh. the, your computer. <laughs> there you go. Well, man. you know, we could do, we could do multiples. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Tilt it back, forth, the hat, the computer. You're it doesn't matter. You got the face. It's been a while since I've seen you, my friend. It's, you've the got the facial hair going. You've got like what I have going. Right, to be better on you. Well, wait, sorry, you get. I said you've got like what I'm trying to do, except it actually looks good on you. I mean, so, honestly, yeah. honestly, I want to get. I mean, I know this is like vintage last year, but I'm kind of trying to figure out how I could shape this into a locket set type situation, but. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, the man had a good beard. Even if he, you know, even if he couldn't turn, you know, faster than Jupiter, I mean, he still had a good beard. Uh, let's give, yeah, let's give credit where credit's due. And <laughs> and, uh, and and I'm seeing some uh, man of the matches show up in the in the chat already. Let's highlight those and uh, and keep them coming. If you're in the chat, we want to hear who your man of the match is. Uh, to me, it's not even that. It's not an easy decision between three people today. Um, Rob, first of all, as as one of my uh, fellow Arlington Gooners at times someone who spent a lot of time with me at the pub today. Um, how you feeling, man? I mean, just, it, I mean, it, we've talked offline t- about it, but. Yeah, it's, well, yeah, yeah, it's tough. I mean, I'm still in shock over, like, what happened. I mean, just, just something so traumatic. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, and again, you know, I, I, I was keeping the staff and those injured in my prayers because, I mean, you know, that. It's a local. It's somewhere I've gone a lot too, and um, you know I kind of have two locals in the DC area. But that that's one I patronize quite a bit. And you know, as Mike pointed out, I mean, you know, the the location which we are usually, I mean, you know, it's just it's frightening to think. Yeah, we're about. right at the front, right at the front. And I mean, if you look at those pictures from, uh, you know, from from where the car actually came in, um, that is where. On that's where the Bayern Munich fans are now. Frankly, and I don't, I don't even want this to be taken out of context. That's where the Spurs fans are on a normal basis. They're right in that corner of the pub, uh, yeah. which is the front corner of the pub, and then right behind that is where usually uh, all all of us are. And it's just, it's it's hard to imagine what the scene would have been like if that place had football fans in mass in that area, and instead of 
apparently what was a company happy hour with five or six people, um, four of whom who were seriously injured and were, you know, we're, we're certainly hoping will be okay. But, uh, but anyway, just, uh, crazy. And like Aston said before, you just, you never know when, when your time is coming. It doesn't always get preceded by 10 months of illness or, you know, or two years of illness or, or bad decisions. It sometimes can just be like that. So, so, uh, on the game today, uh, we, we've talked about a lot of players, and you guys are talking about hair, so I've got to go to Arteta. What do you feel about Arteta now? Like, I mean, I know it's just a preseason. I know it's just two games, and two games against teams that we are expected to win, even though Crystal Palace is obviously a bit of a bogey team for the top six. How are you feeling about what you're seeing from Arteta? So I, I will say I'm probably colored a little bit by the documentary on this one. But, I mean, um, I guess watching that, I saw that he has a lot more emotional intelligence than I give him credit for. And as one of the assistants pointed out in one of the earlier episodes, you know, he, had, he has to grow into the role. And um, it, it seems like he, he do, he's been doing it on a game-by-game basis, even like, you know, setbacks and stuff like that. Um, but I mean, the resilience I think is starting to rub off on the team a little bit. I mean, you know, uh, we did, you know, as you pointed out, we didn't keep our heads down after the Saliba goal. We didn't put our heads down after the um, Madison effort and stuff like that. I mean, we picked right up and we got two goals after two concessions. I mean, you know, I, I don't know that we were, you know, doing that last year. And I mean, I think it's a testament to the. We were doing that in reverse. Yeah, I, I called it the reverse <laughs> arsenal because normally when we score, we give up a goal, and then and and now we figured out how to how to you know flip it around a little bit, which is great. Hopefully, that's not like the reverse cowboy, but uh, oh. cowboy is pretty fun too, though. I mean, I got, that is uh, you know of all the positions, the eight, the nine, the you know the the, the reverse cowboy is the most the important to the team. The reverse cowboy is the position that we needed the most work on over the offseason. I think I, I actually heard Eddie was rated. going. I heard Eddie was going to the market to reverse cowboy. I was I was like really he was going all the way to Brazil. He's like I'm going to reverse cowboy all these people. <laughs> Despite well, I guess the loss, they explain the genes. Uh. <laughs> despite the loss of Burn Leno's uh, wife, uh, Reverse Cowboy has improved on our team. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, yeah, I mean, you're, you're man of the match today, Robbie. I mean, it's tough. I mean, honestly, you want to give the whole eleven like man of the match, but I mean. Honestly, it's Gabby Chasius. I, I, I think the thing I've been most impressed with about him is not necessarily the galactic level of talent, but also his work rate and his intelligence are just so sharp and so voracious. His work rate. I mean, he he is just motivated and he goes like one hundred and fifty percent all the time out there to get into these spots that help the team out and off on you know on you know an offensive push. So I yeah. Um, I have to go. I mean, I have to go with Gabby Jesus, but I mean, you know, Zinchenko again was up there today. Um, Martinelli, just astounding, you know, astounding. Um, I mean, really, it's those three, but I, I, you know, I, I hate to, I hate to go with everybody else in the flow, but it's got to be Gabby Jesus, work rate and intelligence. That, that's what I'm basing it on. He, he is every bit, and I, and, I, I tend to repeat myself a lot, especially when I when I end up being uh, on target with things. But um, the timing in his career, the scenario he came from, and what he has become very quickly is exactly like Alexis Sanchez when he came here, except yes. except for the fact that I think Gabby Jesus isn't just going to lead by being an otherworldly world-class talent by himself, he is going to make and already has made five or six players on this team better. He's, he's, he's making Ketia better. He's making uh, uh, Martinelli better. He's giving Odegaard everything he wanted to play with, like a, you know, like, like a little kid on his birthday. Um, I mean, the, every single player on this team, especially in the attack, is going to benefit from from what he brings to the team, which you know wasn't necessarily the case when it was just the O's and Alexis show, and and that's why I think this is a more sustainable thing than when we bought those two guys and 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 were really kind of loving their early career at Arsenal. Oh, it, absolutely it, for sorry, sure. Go ahead. 
Go ahead. Oh, I was going to, I mean, I was going to also add that, um, I mean, you mentioned Alexis, but uh, also I would say like, I would say more so than Alexis is, is Gabby's uh, distribution. I mean, I think, you know, those two assists were indicative of that. So. Yeah. Alexis had a lot of, uh, a lot of assists. What I love is like what we're talking about is the, the soft factors, right? We're not just talking about, yes, is he an incredibly technically gifted player? Absolutely. But we can already see him and Martinelli are starting a competition. They both have to get on that Brazil team and you can see him. He's like, Oh no, um, Martinelli, you're one goal up. Hell no. And then he goes two goals up and then Martinelli's like, no, 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 no. You're not leaving me in the dust. Is it, is it possible first- Neymar doesn't necessarily have to be on that team? and those two get on together i mean you know for the first time i think i've ever seen martinelli looked up and saw gabby jesus running goes oh shit there's somebody else on the team that runs more than me i need to run more like you know what i mean like it's an incredible boost to the team and you love to see it right through the the biggest thing is the level of excellence has risen right the 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 animal instincts the predatory nature you're starting to see people like jaka get into the box because we're predators now and i think a lot of that has to be due to um do with jesus what do you think rob i i think i definitely think so i mean i He's more direct. He's more incisive. Um, you know, again, his you know, again, his work rate controls intelligence are really, are really spurring on like you know that that front that front four in terms of you know what you know what we're looking for to do inside the box and everything like that. So, yeah, I mean, I you know, love his influence on the team. I mean, and again, you can't you know. You can't discount you can't discount uh, Zinchenko and his directness in terms of the passing and stuff like that, pushing the team from the back and stuff. And it's even allowed Jaka to push up into more of a you know higher box to box player than uh, he has been before in the Premier League. I mean, it's the kind of stuff he was doing in Germany with uh, Gladbach. So I mean, yeah, I, J- you know. Jake and I were Jake and I were like we kept pointing out like one of us would see how far up the pitch Jaka was, and we we're like, look at look. And he wasn't getting caught up the pitch. He was just allowed to be there because of the the people behind him. What do you think, uh, Rob, of of Mark uh, Mark's comment? Johnny Evans got turned like a donor. <laughs> I mean, I I said I Rob said himself I, some donor kebab. Uh yeah, well for sure. I mean, multiple places in London. <laughs> he likes himself some could... donors. He likes himself some shish. He loves he loves himself. Uh, you know, rib tips. I mean, it's all good. I would, I would, I mean, my combo is that he got smoked like a European sausage. I mean, be it like Bavarian or Polish or whatnot. Like, there we I go. Mean, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he just, you know, I, the, the, the sweet, savory smoke smell is still emanating from him in the uh, dressing room at this point. Before I forget, we talked about, um, we talked about, oh, I can only imagine, Tiff, uh, how, how great Finn McCool's was. Um, before I forget, we, we talk about Saka's kind of quiet day, but let's not forget his pass that Jaka got on the end of and, and, and headed it into the post very nearly, snuck in near post early in the game for the first goal. That was, I mean, an amazing vision for, to make that pass and then have Jaka be on the end of it. That's that's kind of when I knew Jaka was in for a, for a special day. Um I mean, it was well, and going going back to the Saka thing that I think is great is we've we've had we've relied on him for so long and we all know this but the thing is is like you know the best players are players that that create these moments and our over reliance on Saka to make all the moments has made it so that we were obviously everybody knows that we're so lopsided but now with the space that's being created like you were saying it's not just in the opening I think somewhere in the in the uh, second half I saw. Saka popping up on the left-hand side and he crosses the ball and he almost gets, you know, we're, we're, we're in again. And these are the things that these small little upgrades kind of feel like that reverberate through the team. You know, there's a lot of, and honestly, we haven't even seen our team at their like highest level of chemistry yet. We're still learning how Jesus plays. I'm, I am so gassed for what's coming, uh, what's yet to come. You know what I mean? Uh, I, you know, I still have this little like like every time it's 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 it, it, it's I don't want to say PTSD. Well, I just did. It, it's it's this like historical thing of, 
you know, just when we think we've turned the corner, then we go and put out an effort like we did against Newcastle or or Everton yeah. last year. You know, and 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 while I believe that the that the foundation of what we're seeing now is drastically different than the foundation of the teams that 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 was happening to, I'm still just maybe it's because I'm headed over there and I just don't want the like like the cracks to start happening. Like what I'm what I'm seeing with Manchester United right now. You know, match day six is Manchester United, and it's the last game that I'll be at. And I just I want to go to Old Trafford and have like the epicest, epicest away day ever. Uh, <laughs> so I don't want them to figure it out, but there's a lot of time between now and then. Um, but you know, it, it the entirety of the infrastructure of what we're seeing, the foundation, infrastructure, whatever you want to call it, is is different. They just we don't have a year under our belt of knowing that and drawing from that, you know, from a player perspective in the past so um until we do this is all just going to be new and and will we overachieve this year i mean overachieving would be like second or first i think properly achieving would be fourth or third but there's every possibility this club has something special in it but let's not get ahead of ourselves man of the matches for uh for the chat and then i'm going to go to you aston and then uh and I've, I've pretty much already spoiled mine but tiffany campo has Jacques as her man of the match. Sean has Martinelli as his man of the match. Uh, Arnie has Martinelli as man of the match. Uh, Daniel already gave us Arteta as his man of the match. Who else do we have? Anybody else? Uh, uh, I'm going to assume that uh, that BX Gunner thinks uh, it was Jesus by that comment. But, uh, but yeah, uh, Aston, have you placed a, an, the actual award around somebody's neck? Does it go around oh, yeah. somebody's neck? That, that's a little neck? weird. That's a little weird. Like that has a lot of like co collar kind of fetish kind of like vibes to it. And I mean, I'm into it. But um, you know, I you I have to say, I have to say, I have to give it. I have to go with the crowd, and I have to give it away, Jesus, because like you know, besides smoked sausage and kebabs, he absolutely filleted Lester today, and you know, we he, he, we're, we're going to have to start wearing. Now. <laughs> we're going to have to start wearing red hats instead of MAGA. It's going to be Mata. Make Arsenal delicious again, okay? Oh, it's, it's great. Oh, and McTominay just got a yellow card. I didn't realize that was a thing that could happen. Yo, the uh, best part, yes. did you see the butcher got yes. subbed out? The butcher yes. got subbed out. They took his knives away. Right now, I am so happy that we don't have the butcher or Manji anywhere near our <laughs> team. Um, those are the two people I've, I've, I've had the hardest uh, desire to get just because of their names. And I and, and apparently we dodged a bullet with, well, I mean, Manji apparently is still pretty good, but Oh, the butcher! Apparently, he sucks. <laughs> um, I'm going with Martinelli, even though I'm even though I'm showing respect for for the play that Jaka had today. If I'm doing player ratings, uh, Martinelli was a ten out of ten for me. Jesus was like a nine, nine and a half. Jaka nine, uh, and it's crazy when Alexander Zinchenko can have the game that he had today and be the fourth best player on the pitch. But uh, who scored's player ratings have have Jesus with a nine, Martinelli with an eight. We've not uh, even said Partey's name today. Well, and and I don't really know that it needs to be said today. Not for the normal reason, but just because he kind of was there. Wasn't bad. Um, wasn't great. But, um, but yeah, Jesus had a 9. Martinelli had an 8. Uh, Jacques had a 7.8. Uh, Partey, 7.2. Saka, 6.9. And Zinchenko, 6.7. But, obviously, that's more kind of stat-based than, uh, than eye-test-based. Uh, but uh, unbelievable day, and uh, we love what's happening here. Next week, I will be in Harrisonburg just having said goodbye to my son. I doubt I'm going to do a, a post-game podcast from uh, wherever I end up watching the game down there, and uh, just wish me the best because this is going to be the hardest week of my life, I think. What <laughs> um, Would it make would it make it any better if I just start sleeping in Jake's bed for you? It, it, it would make it a little bit better. And um, I mean, I'm close by too. I mean, I certainly can uh, accommodate when Aston's not able to. I, I, I'm used to having, you know, BOD. I'm used to having Buddy on demand, and uh, <laughs> and um, and and it's it's going to be an adjustment for me. Let me tell you that much. But uh, 
you know, you get to see the, um, the the deconstruction of of a man losing his son uh, to college, like as we go through the season. Um, anyway, let's let's end it on a high note. Arsenal joint second. We're going undefeated. We're getting 114 points. We're winning all the Belanda ores that there are on offer, and uh, and that's what's going to happen. So. Uh, thank you to everyone that joined us tonight, Fergus, from various uh, um, automobile and, and various various transportation vehicles. Um, sorry, I thought uh, I thought Brentford was about to score again. <laughs> thank you to Rob for joining us. Thanks uh, for Aston for being my uh, my homie. Uh, bet. Um, bet. Real quick, if if you guys don't mind, if you don't mind, quick shameless plug. You see my Twitter there at Gunnar Aston. After after during and before games, if you're not in if you're not in London, and even if you're in London, send pictures to my Twitter. I'll go ahead and do a post every single week where I want to see where you're watching the game. I want to see your little Islington. So please show us show us the support so we can show everyone why. Like undeniably, we're the best fans in the world of any sport ever. Bet. <laughs> <laughs> <Indeed. Okay. laughs>